Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, December 8th, 2021, and this is day 1369 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and praise you and honor you above all others and above everything. There is absolutely none like you. Thank you so much for creating us in your image to go forth and fulfill a particular mission or purpose that you've given us specifically, each and every one of us. You love us so much that you gave your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, so that we could have life to the fullest for eternity with you. You know every single hair on our heads. That is amazing. (laughs) You know the count. You know the number. And I thank you for loving us so much. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is, you are so blessed. Many times we don't realize it because we're still stuck in this mode of being rejected or not being loved or not being included, uh, not being taken care of, being kind of cast out or cast aside. And, And God wants you to know that you are blessed because you are his child and uh, not to ever forget that and how we are to grow in him. So we're going to be coming out of First Peter chapter 3, verses 8 through 22. First Peter chapter 3, verses 8 through 22. And Peter here is talking and he says, Finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing. Because to this, you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. You know, and think about this. Um, We were in sin. We were on all of us before um, Jesus died for us and raised up from the grave victorious over the grave hell uh, over hill and the grave. And, um, he, before that happened, uh, we were not blessed and, um, we were constantly repaying evil for evil and, and, um, insult for insult. And he came and he died so that we could be blessed. And he says, because of this, you, because of this, you were called so that you, you may inherit a blessing. Now we're able to inherit a blessing, which is Jesus. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. So not only seek it, but pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and the ears 
are attentive and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. So let me back up a little bit here. So uh, we seek peace and, uh, you know, when we're pursuing it, we're going after it. You know, we, we, we look for it. We make up our mind that I'm going to seek it. Now I'm going to pursue it. I'm going to embrace it. It's going to be me, my life. And, and the, the Lord's eyes are up on the righteous, you know, and he hears our prayers. He hears our cries. Uh, and, and it makes it very clear here that the, the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. In verse 13, he says, who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. You see, we might think, oh, wow, why is, why am I being punished? Why am I going through this? It actually may be you suffering for doing what is right. And that is considered a blessing. So he says, do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Many people lack hope. I lacked hope at a certain point in my life before I knew Jesus He says, but do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. For it is better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins the righteous for the unrighteous. He gave himself a righteous one for all of us who were unrighteous to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. After being made alive, he went and made proclamation to the imprisoned spirits. So those that were in that holding place, um, you know, not hell, uh, but in the holding place, uh, and and this was all of those in the Old Testament, everyone prior to Jesus coming and raising up from the grave. Uh, now they are getting an opportunity uh, to accept Jesus. So everyone got a chance. Verse 20 says to those who were disobedient long ago when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built. And it only a few few people, eight and all were saved through water. And this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience toward God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who was gone into heaven, uh, who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels, authorities, and powers in submission to him. Mm. Isn't that powerful? Yeah. So, you know, God holds all authority, all power. You know, um, I, I think that, uh, I want to just say out of my commentary to read this about him, Jesus going down to those that were being held, uh, and, and, 
from Noah's days uh, and on uh, that did not know Jesus yet, did not have the opportunity. So it says um, the meaning of preaching to the imprisoned spirits is not completely clear and commentators have explained it in different ways. The traditional interpretation is that between his death and resurrection, Christ announced salvation to God's faithful followers who have been waiting for their salvation during the, the whole Old Testament era. So some think that this passage says that Christ's spirit was uh, in Noah as Noah preached. Uh, so anyway, Christ went to Hades. Let me jump over that. Still others say, now this is the part that I was saying. Still others say that Christ went to Hades to proclaim his victory and final condemnation to the fallen uh, and any angels in prison there since Noah's days. So uh, to Hades, to those who are being held there. Uh, and a lot of this is just a mystery a little bit. We don't know 100%, but those that did not, my understanding, and, and I'm not going to say, oh, this is exactly what the word says, but from my perspective, when God went, when Jesus died on that cross, and uh, rose after three days within that time between day one and day three, he was taking care of business. So one of those was going to those captive saints who had not had an opportunity again from the Old Testament up until the time he uh, died uh, on that cross and rose up victorious over death, hell, and the grave. That's why he was victorious over hell and the grave. Uh, went and preached to them to give them an opportunity to accept him as Savior and Lord. So I wanted to make sure to make that clear. Uh, all right, so point number one, what a difference the love of God makes in our lives. You may have once been one of the most insensitive, rash, domineering, belligerent, disgusting, <laughs> and arrogant people or persons on this earth. I know some of those fit my personality before I came to know Jesus. That is until you met Jesus Christ. Peter was one of those, all right? He was once that way and ended up being a major leader for uh, one of Christ's major leaders for uh, building the kingdom of God. And uh, even when we're in that state, not serving Christ, the grace and mercy of God is upon us. Once we come into the family of believers, a shift takes place in our behavior. And, and Peter gives us some of those. He gives us five elements of these character traits, the changes that take place. Uh, even when you're in the world, you're blessed, right? But now, once you know him, Ah, now you are blessed above and beyond uh, because we're blessed. Here's why I say we're blessed before we even get saved, because God loves us. Ah, glory to God. That That is a blessing. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that we could have another chance. So those that believeth on him shall not perish. So here are those five character traits that Peter list, uh, and, and he also grew in these. So I'm going to change the order of them a little bit, but the first one would be love because we can't do it without love, and God is love. So love is seeing and treating each other as brothers and sisters. Mm, that's huge. 
And then secondly would be harmony. So pursuing the same goals. We're all in harmony. We're we're as one as believers. And uh, we're pursuing <clears throat> the same goals. And that goal is to please God, to fulfill our purpose and uh, share the love of Christ with the world. And, and then the third one would be sympathy, being responsive to others' needs. That takes sympathy, uh, a godly sympathy, not like, oh, you know what, let me go and help this poor needy person because I know how to fix people. Not like that. Showing sympathy uh, and, and being caring and, and doing it discreetly. And then the fourth one is compassion, being affectionately sensitive and caring. And then number five, humility, being willing to encourage one another and rejoice in each other's successes. I was so proud of my sister, Joyce. She um, was on Channel 4 News uh, promoting her bakery business, and her new bakery is called uh, Bougie Baker. (laughs) Isn't that cute? Bougie Baker, the Bougie Baker, and uh, once all three of us had Big Mama's Bakery, and we we all went different directions. After the the time was up, God said for me, it's time to get into ministry. My other sister is doing another business, and and Joyce is doing the Bougie Baker, and she was on uh, at noon on Channel Four, I think it was. It was phenomenal. Uh, all if you didn't see it, she was on Monday, so. You know, you can go and Google that and uh, and see she was sharing all of the treats that she offers and bakes. Oh, my goodness, a table full of beautiful things. And I shared in her joy. It, it just it made it brought joy to me to see her being promoted and being successful uh, in what she's been working hard on for a while now. It takes time to shift from being known as one of the three in Big Mama's bakery to now launching out on your own and doing it the way God would have you to do it now. You know, it's very powerful. Um, So as you grow in these character traits, you'll uh, effectively uh, lead others to Christ Jesus. Just as Jesus shows us mercy and grace, we should do the same for others. We're blessed for being a blessing. You know, for a long time uh, coming up, and I've shared my story with you many times, uh, how I had bitterness in my heart towards my father for leaving us, the five of us, when I was seven and my youngest sister uh, was seven months old out of the five. So from seven years old to seven months old and and all in between uh, the ages. So it was a struggle. And, And for my mom, who was a housewife, um, but I I learned to forgive, and I did. But I I don't want to hone in on that today. What what the Lord wants me to share with you today out of that that I learned uh, was how I felt unworthy uh, because you know it was in me. I didn't walk around saying, "Oh, I feel unworthy," or I didn't. I wasn't able to identify it as a child because I always wondered. Why doesn't my father want to have anything to do with us? Why doesn't he want to talk to us on the phone? Why doesn't he care about us? And and seeing pictures that my grandma would show us of him on the beach with his fam- new family, my two new sisters that I've loved and learned, you know, and learned all about them more. We've got a relationship that is beautiful. 
But then I didn't know better and I didn't understand. And he had a new wife and I was still a child too. And uh, to see that they were doing well, had a beautiful home in California. And here we were struggling to eat, uh, to have our basic needs met. Uh, My mom nearly, you know, she felt like she had a nervous breakdown. And uh, we had to live with my grandmother for several years while she got on her feet and she went to school for nursing and became an LPN. And and that's how she provided for us uh, and never got any type of support. Well, in the meantime, I'm thinking, how could another human being just not care about their children or their family and help them? How could that be when they've got plenty? He had his own business and he was doing really well. And you know, how could that be? I, I And I thought, wow, what's wrong with me? There's something wrong with me. Uh, and uh, for him to reject us like that as a child, that's how I thought. And God delivered me from all of that. When I came to know Jesus Christ, you know, see, we were blessed then because God gave us strength, gave us love. We didn't know him yet. Uh, He had mercy and grace upon us even before we knew him. Oh, but glory to God. When I came to know Jesus, everything changed for me. I understood my true worth. I understood my value in Christ Jesus. It wasn't based upon how a person felt about me or how they treated me or how they neglected me or how they loved me. It was based upon how God loves me. How God is my daddy. He is the ultimate. My earthly father, at that point, it didn't matter anymore. What mattered is I found the ultimate, the ultimate daddy, the ultimate father of us all and embraced it and uh, and, and, and actually uh, walked in that. Uh, it is a powerful thing. And I was able now to hold my head up in confidence and knowing who I was in Christ Jesus and knowing that I could go to my daddy anytime. I didn't have to call him or wonder if he'd give me the number. We know God's number. We just say, Father, I love you. Help me, Lord Jesus. I need your guidance, Father. Please show me the way. And he will. You know, you never get a busy signal. I was sharing that Sunday. You don't ever get a busy signal. You don't get put on hold. Uh, you don't ever get any interference or or the system is down. It's never down. You can call him anytime. And we talk to him through prayer. We talk to him throughout the day. I'm talking to him all day long. And he is my everything. And I'm so grateful. So it's not about that person, what they did or didn't do. Of course, it hurts. But it's all about the Lord who loves us and blesses us to the fullest. What about you? You're blessed, but I want to make sure you understand how blessed you are in knowing Jesus is your Savior. That is the ultimate. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Oh, glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you may be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen.
And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.